Anyway, speaking of hip-hop, it's time to chat to Simon Kingsley Holmes. The most uh, hip-hop man in Oh, well, I was going to say the most modest man since Cassius Clay. Uh, yes, <laughs> yes. Yes, yes, pretty much. Uh, to quote, ask will be the best show uh, at the Fringe full stop. Uh, and then, you know, <laughs> why not Why not knife your friends in the back with lines like, um, don't worry about seeing anything else, it will only disappoint. <laughs> I'm sure you've got some yeah. mates coming down to do some comedy here. I just, but think, I, just, I just really enjoy doing that sort of thing. Because I just, it's all the promotional stuff. You think, well, it's all a bit, you know, you know, blowing smoke up your own ass. So you just go, well, let's just have some fun and just be really mm. arrogant. Mm. So just say everything else is rubbish. Well, I see, the thing is, I read that off the, uh, oh, you, you posted that to OUSA on Facebook. <laughs> and what you really needed to say was, like, if you want to corner the student market, why didn't you write free pizza? Well, because I can't be bothered to make pizzas. Yeah, yeah, don't, you, just don't, you don't have to make it. Before you should have just called your show free pizza. Oh, yeah, good point, good point. Well, we called it a quality piece of arse, and who doesn't want to see that? Yeah, but you're missing, you're missing, you know, it's not spelt right. But, yeah, it's, it's true. It's not spelt right, but then, well... Well, uh, who does that, want to see that in 2K18? Not many people, to yeah. be honest. Um, that's a, but interesting point about that misspelling, though, is that... Uh, because we came up with a thing, because I, I set up a conversation on Facebook between myself, Annie, and Ruben, who yeah. are the other two comics I'm doing the show with, and I put our acronym in our names, and it came up ARSE. I went, oh my god, that's it. That's it. And someone said, well, why didn't you make it ARSE, A-R-S-E? And I thought, well, I, and it was only after I'd submitted the title, I thought, of course, because it could have been Annie, Ruben, and Simon especially. Mm. Perfect. Yeah. yeah, you see, but um, no. Well, because I am, you know, the, the head, as is the best... <laughs> yes. No, well, I was going to say, tell us about the other bits of us, the saving graces of the show. Um, yeah, the the ones who'll be carrying me. Yeah, yeah. So the other two uh, comics are... Oh, I hope they've got strong backs. Um, go on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, hey, I've, I've lost a bit recently, <laughs> so uh, they're safe. Um, Annie Hayes, who's been with us uh, going a couple of years now, she's absolutely mm -hmm. fantastic. I um, love her a bit. She's been... Uh, uh, so what it's great because um what she does is she's she's a very naturally awkward person and she brings that persona on stage and when she first started it was like i i mean i always thought it was funny she'd got great comic ideas and stuff but people were like oh i don't know how to go with this now since it's gone on she's kept that persona but somehow she just owns it i don't know how she does that but she does and mm. i just yeah, people are going to love her and then uh, our opening act is ruby crisp who's going about a year and he's uh he's just does he's a one-liner merchant he just gets in there bang 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 mm -hmm. so that's what when we did a fringe preview it was really nice because it worked out the way i uh, hoped it would do which was that you know ruben gets up he does six to eight minutes and he just went you know all these hitters all these great puns every and it loosens everybody up for laughing then annie goes on to 15 minutes and it allow and people are then sort of they're loosened up for comedy so annie can go in she can do her stuff and she get a great response you know everyone's just like whatever i don't care and then once annie's been on you've had two acts who are completely different to one another so by the time i go on i've got free reign to do whatever i want because people are like well, I don't know what I'm going to get next, so yeah, yeah. it worked out perfectly, you know, and I, that means I can do my big long routine about falling in love with someone and, you know, uh, bearing my soul. Yeah, so. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so you get everyone to, yeah, get the, get them to loosen up so they can be a bit more relaxed when you come on. Yeah, when I come on and start <laughs> shouting about why I've been rejected. <laughs> <laughs> well, um... Yeah, I've always wanted to know what kind of comedian you are, Simon. Because well, you I've, could have turned up I've, on a damn show. Well, I've never heard you be funny him enough. before, so, I mean... <laughs> I've been hilarious all through my reviews. <laughs> I, I still, yeah. I've still got abiding abiding memory of you laughing at some comment I made about Annabelle creation when I just pointed out that the doll doesn't do anything. <laughs> no, I mean, 
See, the thing is, I don't support people that don't listen to my radio show, and I know you don't. I so. did listen to your radio show, <laughs> yeah, I did. I Every did. now and again. I listened to the, I listened to the podcast I with me. I listened to the bits with me in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I thought your contributions were wonderful. Um, yeah, no, no, no. I, well, someone asked me this the other day, and I, I sort of said the best way I can describe it is just stupid, really. It's just, that's, that's the best way, because I will do... Sometimes I do stories from my life, sometimes I do puns, sometimes I do big, long, involved routines about, you know, quite esoteric stuff or whatever. But in the end, it's... Uh, the quote that popped into my mind was a, well, a comedian, I'm a big fan of Simon Munnery, and he said, um, he said, you know, uh, someone said, oh, you said that sounded quite aggressive. He said, most things I say will sound quite aggressive, but will, on reflection, turn out to be a comment on my own weakness. <laughs> and that's pretty much me. That's, uh, I like so, that. So, I mean, what's interesting about doing this one, this this 40 minutes this year, is that it is a lot more stuff that's happened in my life, which I didn't normally do, and particularly this big, long routine about falling in love. I should, you know, it's, it's about, it has been about... Um, how great that was, although, you know, it was unrequited and, you know, this sort of thing, but it's, in the end, I've still managed to put in stupid stuff about having sex with E.T. and stuff, you know, but it's, mm. it's silly like that, and, um, and, um, it's, you know, it's uh, unrequited, but it's a positive one. I said to the person involved, I said, look, it's about how I'm a big knobhead and you're a gorgeous goddess. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, uh, so she's like, okay, I can live with that. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, well, how, I mean, what is... How is it to be a comedian? I mean, what what's the game really like? I mean, because, you know, we see the big people all the time on the TV yeah. and, and all that kind of stuff. And, and, and what we don't really realise is those people have been going for a very long time to get to where they are. It's not like, you know, they've yeah. done one show overnight and they've they've all of a sudden they're um, writing for seven days yeah, as well yeah, as being yeah. on it because we all know it's scripted. Let's not forget. <laughs> Well, it is, it is, but I mean, well, it, well, it isn't, it isn't. I mean, I don't really know much about how Seven there is off works, the cuff. but yeah, yeah, there's a lot of off the cuff stuff. Yeah, well, I mean, well, week. well, you know, as a serious side to comedy, as every single documentary about comedy ever made has told us. Um, uh, yeah, what's it like being of a comedian? I mean, it's, I can't speak for everybody, obviously, because everyone's, uh, 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 thing is 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 their own you know and some people get into comedy for different reasons some people get into it for to work out things going on in their life you know and to to make things you know to share experiences and stuff i got into it because i was on a i was on a fallback i fell into it really from having got out of doing film but comedies um it, there, there are ups and downs, but the ups and downs are very high and low because, very, you know, the highs are so high because the lows are so low. You know, it's uh, Armando Iannucci, the great uh, satirist, said, you know, in the end, you're, you're, you know, there is when you're watching a piece of drama, there is no noise that people make to say, I am appreciating this piece of drama. And that's, yeah. Yeah, that sounds like a simple thing to say, but in the end, it speaks a lot of truth because as a comic, you're always just, you really, really crave that audience expression. It's, it. uh, yeah. it, it's a glass half full, glass half empty kind of attitude uh, fundamentally because it's either the glass half full being my job is to make people happy my job is to go into a room and make a room full of people happy the glass half empty is i seek love from strangers you know <laughs> um, and i think both are equally valid you know um but, but you also need their happiness to to make you happy don't absolutely. you absolutely i think last year last year's fringe i had a really tough time and I, I i had a breakdown in the middle of it my show didn't go ahead all sorts of reasons and it was just really tough and we weren't you know struggling for money struggling for audiences and all this sort of stuff and, and just watching everybody else having a good time when you're running a venue and you're just clearing up after everyone and blah 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 blah, blah. And then I had one laugh 
not uh, not just one laugh in the whole thing as well before you say anything but <laughs> i did i did a 10 minute because i'd 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 had a I had a breakdown i couldn't do my hour show and then uh, next night i opened for somebody and i did 10 minutes and it was in front of like 10 people most of whom were comics right but i did i debuted my scrabble joke which is uh and I'm, I won't give it away because obviously I want the audience to see it. Just debut my Scrabble joke, and I, it was one of those laughs where I had to stop the joke to wait for them to stop laughing. They were laughing so damn hard, and that felt so good. Mm-hmm. You know, it felt like that was the best feeling I'd ever had in my life. You know, and it's it, and it didn't matter all the material stuff around it. In that moment, was just really, really wonderful. That's a huge risk, then, isn't it? Comedy, and it is for a lot, a lot of comedians. Um. Uh, yeah, no, I don't know. I mean, I don't know how I feel about saying huge risk. It's like you know, it's not. It goes back to the thing. It's not coal mining, you know. But um, no, uh, yeah, but I mean, well, you can die in an explosion in coal mining. But you know, I mean, if I if, die if, on if stage, you, yeah, you die. <laughs> you see me last Wednesday. But if you keep, you know, I mean, you can, you can probably get yourself in quite a slump. Yes, you can. Um, absolutely, and yeah, as I said, yeah, you're right. The, the lows are so low. I mean. And it's kind of weird how much it, I wouldn't have thought of myself as the most sort of uh, overly emotional of people, and yet I was. Uh, although <laughs> I was a critic with you for a year, and you've seen, <laughs> you've seen my but the light between oceans did to me. But um, it is amazing how if you ha- you can have a string of like great gigs, you know, for you know yeah. months on end, and then and then you have one where you really die and you just can't get over it. Yeah, it just it. And it, I had one last year where I just uh, I just was in a funk for an entire month. You know, I mean, I just remembered a couple of years ago I had I had six weeks where I had wall to wall bad gigs. Every single gig just went bad, 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 bad. Every single one. How the hell I got through that, I don't know. Mm. Still come out of it, but, you know, I was, um... And I'm not sure what it is. I think, it, in the end, it just comes down to that... Getting that laugh, getting that that immediate... It's like, yeah. the thing I keep coming back to, I think it was, um... Another quote, but American comedian Dave uh, Dave Fulton said, you know, you know, this is a narcotic, you know, and it's, it, you know, which is why yeah. drink and drug dependency run rampant through the industry. But the, uh, the... Because it is, it's just that it really fills you. It really fills you. It gives you that adrenaline. It gives you that uh, that excitement that you know p- raises your pulse. You're chasing the dragon. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Constantly, you weren't chasing the dragon. Yes, absolutely. Which is why I have no teeth anymore. <laughs> um, so yeah, yeah. But um, it's so it's a, it's a wonderful um, it's a, it's a wonderful thing to do. It's 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 a love hate relationship, but mostly it's love because. Um, in the end, it is about just being... I mean, you know, all the big American comedians like to bang on about how it's so important and they're changing the world and all that sort of rubbish, but it's just like, in the end, it's just about having fun and being silly mm. and, and and looking at the world in a very odd and different way, you know, and to other people's amusement or to your own amusement or whatever, you know? that's That to me is, you know, uh, there was a story I can't I've never been able to find the source of this but so I was told secondhand a story that um, I think it was Tim Vine comedian Tim Vine was being interviewed by uh, this journalist and the journalist was sort of being very pompous and sort of saying oh yes well comedy's about making a point isn't it? it's about uh, saying things and representing people and and making a big point about statement on the world and he went no it's about being funny <laughs> yeah sounds like the simplest thing but he's absolutely right it's the truest damn thing I've ever heard of. oh exactly and other people and some people are funny by making those points and other people are funny by doing other things yeah yeah you know, I mean yeah do yeah. you think yeah uh, do you think you could ever stop? That's that's. No, I don't know. I don't know. I'm asking I, what, you to. I'm, <laughs> uh, 
I'll stop when you stop. Mate. <laughs> yeah. You have to stop first. All right, and that's the end of the show. Thank you. <laughs> Good night. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't know. I mean, I don't. I can't. Th- I mean, because there's always the film over my shoulder, and that's my first love. But yeah. I can't see myself ever um, giving it up because it's just too much fun. It's it's fun I've, because I, I will always need art in my life, mm-hmm. and I know that's you know. Uh, oh, do you know what? I'm not going to go down that road? Can, do you write? Um, do you write? Yeah, yeah, I write. I put pen on paper. Right. <laughs> you, you know, I mean, you love yeah. film, you love comedy. I mean, so of course. Yeah, yeah. I write, so I um, do you mean like how? how do you mean? Oh no 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 no! I've I've I was writing film scripts when I was doing film. I haven't done anything in the last couple of years. Yeah. I certainly have never sort of written a prospective sitcom or anything. I've actually no interest in doing that whatsoever. Um, but uh, um, I, you know, my writing uh, at the moment, my comedy writing. If you ever, um, if you look at my house, look at my flat. There's uh, just acres of of like you know dog-eared paper around the place with csi walls with lines i should do i should do but that would be um no (laughs) it's just a mess yeah with with just random bits of paper and eventually i'll find what bit of paper it was i was looking for and oh you know i've got notes on my notes on my phone or things like that you know just write everywhere sometimes it's just it just stays up there yeah um, I can't remember much, but I can remember dates of when films came out and some of the routines I do. <laughs> so, all right. Um, so, a quality piece of us, uh, a quality. Sorry. Um, when uh, are you performing, and where, and how much? It's cool high, I believe. Uh, yeah. So it's going to be eleventh uh, uh, Sunday, eleventh at nine forty-five. For that one, we really need an audience because that's the only show on that day. It's a late one, but we have. But when we've done late on Sunday, on first Sunday, it's been a great audience so do come along to that first one and uh, then it's uh, 12th at 8 30 uh and then the f- uh the 16th at 6 p.m yeah we uh inch, inch bar, bar. your favorite koha koha entry yeah at the inch bar yeah uh, and you can um find those dates again on yes. the fringe festival website if you haven't been kicked off can i very quickly plug all the other ones i'm supposed to be running oh, okay uh, so i'll be i'll be as quick as i can because uh, i promised them i would do this and they'll lynch me if i don't because some of them uh, don't know me that well so we got ta- <laughs> so because i'm running inch bar so we got uh, 8th to the 10th we've got taran mahan by uber funny at 6 p.m he's fantastic he's coming back again i just love him to bits real gentleman aaron alan mcelroy is winging it he's irish what more do you need to say eighth he also doing the 8th to the 10th at 8.30 David Corrios the funniest hour of stand-up I've ever seen in my life bar none was my first time I saw David Corrios if you want to see a Filipino man covered in paint screaming at an audience and you don't think oh that guy yeah, yes yeah, yeah. oh yeah. my god that's just brilliant 9.45 8th to 10th no material allowed 9th and 10th that's the late and live show come along to that that is great That if you want to see comedians plucking comedy out of thin air come and see that because that's really good fun uh aaron jelly dabda he's a character comic he does uh rising star in christchurch i know that sounds like damning with faint praise christchurch has got a great comedy scene and he's one of the real cherries on the cake there and i didn't realize he's a character comic i didn't realize i'd seen him i'd see oh "Oh, yeah because he was a man dressed up as another thing uh so he's doing uh 12th to the 14th at 9 45 same same but different that's another christchurch show lineup of nick mohi uh thomas clever and john t bennett john t bennett who fastidiously has stolen my spirit of the fringe award that is earned it's it belongs to me and no one else and i don't want to harp on about this john t but if you're listening all right you should feel guilty i hope you're listening i hope you're crying into your big stupid beard uh, that's on. They're great guys. It's on at thirteenth to fifteenth at six p.m. Neil Thornton, Furry Fury, thirteenth to fifteenth mm-hmm. at eight thirty. Uh, what's it? Uh, the uh, 
the funniest American expat married gay bear comedian from New York City living in New Zealand. That's quite a rare thing. That's going to be at Inch Bar, so if you want to see that. Uh, Ross Mills, Memoirs of a Rascal, 15th to 17th to 7.15. So with Alan McElroy being Irish, Ross Mills being Scottish and me being English, you will get that rarest of opportunities to see an Englishman, an Irishman, a Scotsman walk into a bar. Oh and we're all comedians. God. That's like comedy cubed. So if you want that in a mathematical sense, good for you. That's why I've always liked the Welsh. Yeah. <laughs> well, not allowed. We've got to be in our own jokes now. Uh, Dan Brader, my no good stinking loser comedy show. He was on last week. R18 for strong opinions. Uh, 15th to 17th at 9.45. And... Uh, uh, the Respecting Women's or Warning may contain traces of irony. Uh, 16th to 17th at 8.30. There's 11 shows. Uh, check it out in your Fringe uh, preview. They're all great, uh, fantastic. It is a bit of a boys' club. I wanted to get 50-50 men and women split. That didn't really work out, unfortunately. Um, but uh, but uh, it's going to be fantastic. It's going to be great fun. We're all going to get, uh, gonna have a laugh, and then we're all going to go to the festival club, get drunk out of our minds. Get three hours sleep back again the next day. Oh, really got a bit of fistful club. That's because I've been asked to play this year. Uh, thank you very much, Simon. Always thank a pleasure you. to have you on here, my friend. Always a pleasure. Yeah, um, and I would say coming up at half past nine, um, film with George, but he's not coming in today. Oh, how's that going? <laughs> he's not coming in. It's going great. Yeah. It's going great. <laughs> I bet, he, bet he's more positive than I was. <laughs> No. Uh, <laughs> no! Wow, he hates things more than I do. <laughs> All right, here's.